Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm a gecko on the computer. Life's crazy. Oh my gosh, that sounds so exciting. Um, what is what is your name, caller? My name is Lila. It's so nice to like be talking to you. Lila, it's very nice to be talking to you too. Um, is there anything in particular that uh, you wanted to um to talk about here? Well, yeah, like, I wanted to sort of share an experience of mine that I had, like, a couple years ago when I was in high school. Um, So my senior year, my high school math teacher actually tried, like, breaking into my home and, like, causing harm to me and stuff. Your math teacher broke into your home? Yeah, like, my algebra math teacher. Uh, how did that happen? Well, like, to start, like, I took um, algebra my senior year, and this was, like, in 2019, so this was a few years ago, and my, actually, my identical twin sister and I both had him, like, as our teacher, and he was, like, super normal, uh, he was considered a young teacher, like, in his, like, early 30s, I guess, and, but he was, like, super cool, especially to the seniors, since we were all going to graduate, but um, I started personally noticing, like, his weird behavior, Probably, like, a month before, like, my twin and I turned 18, like, no lie, like, there was a point, basically, where, like, she was at his desk, like, getting her work done, or, like, getting it checked or something, and, like, she walked away, and I, like, was watching him, and, like, I swear on everything, like, I saw him look at, like, my sister's butt. Like, I saw him checking her out. Uh, how did this escalate into him going to your house? So, yeah, so after my twin and I turned 18, um, we definitely, like, started noticing he was a little bit more, like, hands-on with us, which was just sort of odd because, like, our birthday's in April, so, like, the year ended in June, and by then, like, we basically were seniors, so, like, most of our work was done, so it was just sort of odd that he was giving us, like, out of, like, the entire class the most attention, and then it basically started the night of our senior prom, um, he wasn't able to, like, chaperone, so... He was like, oh, like, you know, I want all of you guys to, like, send me pictures, like, of, like, how you guys look, you know. This seems sort of like a normal teacher towards the end of the year. So, like, he gave out his number to, like, a bunch of students, including my sister and I. And so I remember the night of our senior prom, like, my sister and I were like, oh, hey, like, let's send, like, pictures to so-and-so. And so then we did. And then, like, the odd thing was, like, he sent, like, hard eyes back. Like, the hard eye emojis. So I think that's sort of when we were just like, eh, like, this 
just is sort of weird. And so then the weekend of our senior prom, like a lot of us go down to like the Jersey Shore for the weekend. And so the entire weekend, like he was sort of like, you know, checking in casually saying, hey, like, you know, like hope you guys are like being safe because like he sort of knew that we were all like obviously drinking and stuff. But he was just, I don't know, he was being sort of normal, but like almost like crossing many boundaries. Okay. Uh, how did he break into your house? Oh, yeah. Okay. So then continuing on, like, we just kept, like, noticing really, like, strange behavior. He's being super, like, inappropriate at times. Like, sometimes he was sending pictures of himself that were completely inappropriate. Um, also, yeah. So we, after we got back from our senior prom, like, he bought breakfast for, like, the entire class. And so then... After we ate, like, uh, my twin and I ate the breakfast that he got us, we actually ended up getting really sick. And, like, we later came to find out that he actually drugged us as well. Oh, my God. Yeah. What, what, did that you, like, were you, like, at his house? No. So, like, he brought breakfast in, like, to the school, like, for our class specifically because we had came back from, like, our senior, like, weekend away. So it was just, like, a nice gesture he was trying to do, but, like, my sister and I don't eat beef or pork, and he brought, like, pork, bacon, like, egg and cheeses for, like, most people. So he specifically gave my sister and I, like, a different meal because we don't eat that. So we thought it was, like, super nice of him, but then, like, we later found out, like, we were drugged because we got, like, really insanely sick, both of us, like, for the rest of the day. Like, we were, like, vomiting. So, like, is it... Well, I'll, I mean, I guess I'll let you finish, but, like, is this guy in jail now or something? As of right now, he's not in jail. He did get five years probation, and I got, like, a lifelong restraining order against him. And so did my sister as well. Okay, fire. Sick. Uh, what? This was, how long ago was this? So this was in 2019, so that was, like, what, 20, 20, like, about three years ago. So he's not in jail, but he's, like, on probation? Yeah, he ended up getting five years probation just because, like, the like, prosecutor's office wanted to, like, spare my sister and I, like, the trial because we didn't really feel comfortable, like, sharing the story in front of, like, you know, our family and friends and peers and stuff. So he just, like, pled guilty and, like, that's, like, the deal that, like, we got, basically. So, um, I mean, let me ask you this. You sound, I don't know, I mean, you sound very, like, comfortable telling this story now, like... How is your and I, I mean I don't know if you are I don't I don't really know how you actually feel. Um, I mean, has, how is your kind of perspective and uh, relationship with this situation, um, you know, evolved uh, over the the past few years? Yeah, I definitely think I've like matured since then, and like you know, gotten to the point where I definitely feel more comfortable sharing my story. I think in the beginning I was super defensive and like honestly like just didn't want to talk about it just completely wanted to ignore it because I was honestly just so embarrassed and like confused but it's like now that I recognize that like I was groomed that I was taken advantage of by someone who was supposed to protect me like I feel like I honestly am okay with like telling my story just because it brings awareness to people who like could possibly be in you know grooming situations like I would unfortunately was so I think I've definitely come to terms and you know like healed from this. And what about your sister? I think she, like, the same probably goes for her as well. I think she's definitely less talkative about it because I did tell her, like, that I was possibly going to, like, call in and, like, share this. 
And she was just like, you know, I support you, but I won't want nothing to do with it, basically. Okay. Um. Yeah, like, did did you like? Was this something you like talked about a lot in in therapy, or like had to kind of, like? What was your way of like? I guess, uh, uh, sort of, sort of dealing with this. Yeah, so I did end up actually seeing a therapist for, like, quite some time after, like, the whole situation. And I feel like through that, I was, like, actually able to, like, you know, really try and take it to court and whatnot. Because, like, after I graduated, COVID shortly happened afterwards. So, like, everything got really delayed. So I feel like I, was, I actually had the time to heal before having to, like, legally deal with everything. Mm-hmm. So I definitely do think I had, like, time to, like, you know, cope with what sort of happened. Was there a, a, a you said there was no um, trial and he just kind of like pleaded guilty immediately? Yeah, he just pleaded guilty because like my sister and I like didn't really feel comfortable with going to a trial. And so like the prosecutors like informed his lawyers of that. So they sort of, I guess, like jumped to the chance and said, hey, we'll plead guilty for like, you know, less of a sentence. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, so what? Is your life like now? Are you in in college? Are you working? Yeah, I'm currently in college. I'm currently working as well. Okay. So it's pretty good, honestly. It's definitely like I think I've definitely grown and like completely changed since like that night. Oh, I didn't even tell you about how he tried to break in. Uh, how how did he try to break in? Yeah, so it was like the night of our senior barbecue. And, like, my sister and I, like, had went out with, like, our friends, like, after, like, the night of our senior barbecue, which he knew we would be at the school for. And so we went out to, like, this diner, and then um, we got getting weird, like, calls from him, like, constantly. But at this point, we're just ignoring him. Like, we're just trying to graduate. And then we planned on, like, reporting everything because we only were graduating in, like, two days. And so then suddenly, like, we get a call from, like, our mom. And my mom's just like, hey, like, are you guys, like, downstairs? And at the time, like, living in my home was just, like, my mom, like, my younger sister, and then my twin and I, but my twin and I were out. And so we were like, no, like, we're at the diner or whatever. And she was just like, well, like, someone's trying to, like, like um, get inside the house. And, like, Nico, which was, like, our dog at the time, was, like, going crazy. Like, he keeps barking and growling, which, like, never does. And immediately, like, my gut just dropped. Like, I knew, like, it was him. Like, he had to, like, be trying to break into my home because, like, he has made threats before, like, prior and so, like, we immediately, like, are rushing, like, to, like, my house. And, like, I'm telling my mom, like, you know, like, lock the doors, like, call the police, the sound, the third. And, like, she's genuinely confused at this point because, like, we haven't told, like, our families anything. And so then I finally get on the phone with him and he's, like, just sounds super intoxicated. He's just, like, I don't know why you won't talk to me. Like, is it have to come to this? And, like, he's literally admitting to, like, being outside of my home and whatnot he's like describing my house like to me like while on the phone and the entire time i'm literally just like screaming like you know like get the fuck away from my house like this is not okay and it, he got like my address obviously from being like you know my teacher oh my god so he had a lot of my personal information yeah oh and the my police god ended up, like, damn so so he's so he's on probate like is he not so he's just like he's like at his house right now like he's not yeah in... damn i i would assume there would be like pretty crazy criminal charges for that 
No, yeah, absolutely. Like, I would have seen that as well. I just think it was just because it was, like, during COVID that, like, we felt so rushed to almost just get it over with and, like, no longer delay it that he just got off so easy, in my opinion. How do, does... Is that something that, like, still upsets you or do you do you feel like you're you're kind of you you've moved on um i don't know i think overall like i've definitely moved on but i do think there are just days where i'm feeling so like mentally good and stuff and i'm like damn like i could have actually probably faced him in court if like i would have been like this mature as i am now like at Uh that time right right um well, I'm glad to hear that you you feel um, like you're you're doing well, and that Thank you're you. comfortable enough to talk about that. I mean, this is a totally fucked up story. Yeah, no, it was totally fucked up. Definitely, absolutely, I completely agree. Um, definitely- how does your sister? What's what's like what's her deal now? Is she also in school and doing well? Yeah, she's doing great. She's in like a fantastic committed relationship. I mean she's still with the same guy that she was with when this was happening and like the teacher that we're talking about paid another student to slash her boyfriend's tires for seven hundred dollars. He paid somebody to slash her boyfriend's tires? Yeah, he paid another student. That's crazy. Yeah. He, he definitely... He was a Gemini, too. And, like, also mentally ill. So, I don't know. He's definitely crazy. Um... What was, what was this guy like? What did he teach? So, he taught Algebra 2. Um, like I said, like, in the beginning, like, he seems like a normal, like, you know, chill, younger teacher. You know, in high school, like... This was, like, younger teachers who try to, like, almost fit in with the students. Like, he wasn't too much of that, but he also wasn't, like, super hard on us. Uh-huh. Like, he was definitely, like, in, like, a very relaxed teacher, I can say. And he definitely crossed the line of probably, like, appropriateness multiple times. But, um, yeah, he taught algebra. And, like, I guess in just, like, on a day-to-day basis in class, like... He he just were there was there anything like, well I guess you already said all the things I was gonna ask like anything that kind of tipped you off preemptively that he he might be uh, you know a fucking you know doing weird shit. Yeah, honestly, I definitely think there were like multiple things. Like perfect example, I really suck at math. I'm like. I think towards closer when I started, like, closer when I was turning 18, I started noticing, like, my grade picking up randomly. And I was just like, oh, like, that's weird. Like, I don't think I got the, like, that test questions right and stuff. And, like, my answers would be changed. Like, he essentially, we later found out, was, like, changing my grade, like, for the better, actually. So I guess, like, that was, like, something I could have, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I just really, like, I don't know in this guy's mind, like, what, like, how he thought this would all go down. Yeah, I have no idea, to be honest with you, like, I think he was very delusional. Uh-huh. Um, like, he seemed very confident he was gonna get caught. How did your, like, family react to all of this? 
part of my family. So like um, my twin and I are actually like the youngest of like a lot of girls. Like we have five sisters and all. So I feel like when our older sisters found out, they were just more so like, you know, into protective mode, like, like we're going to find this guy, like we're going to help you do this and stuff like that. And so was my mom. And I think my parents were super like, you know, we're going to help you guys through this, like super supportive. But at the time, like we really were just in a place where we just wanted to ignore it and pretend it didn't happen. Like we were still very much traumatized. So I don't think we were appreciative of it, like as we are now, like back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they definitely were like, you know, typical family, like trying to like protect and, you know, defend us. Well, Lila, um, well, listen, I'm glad it sounds like you're, um, I mean, all this crazy shit, uh, you know, withstanding. It sounds like you're you're living life uh, in good spirits. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to hear that uh, you, you sound like you have a, you know, a good, uh, a, I guess, as good, as good of an attitude as you can about this whole thing. Yeah, I like to think so. Thank you for recognizing that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, that's a tough thing to do um, in the face of such a, you know, crazy, crazy situation. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's good to hear that um, you and your sister are, are uh, you know, living, living good lives um, regardless. And... Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Is there any other kind of aspect of, of this or anything else that you you, you want to say about it or say to the people of the computer before we go? Yeah, I think first I will say, like, if a teacher or someone that you trust that's older is giving you extra attention, sometimes it's not good attention and... It's hard to definitely recognize when you're being groomed, um, but definitely try to be on the lookout. Also, Gek, like, I don't know who's, like, picking the music for, like, the whole waiting room. Nothing against it, but it was a little triggering. It was super intense. You should probably have some, you know, like, low vibrational tunes. Uh, Lila, I, I you know, people, keep, people, listen, people, people have, have told me about the uh, hold music for a while, and here's the thing. I just, I don't, I don't know how to change it. I have no idea. I've, I've looked oh, at the settings okay. page. I've I've tried clicking and dragging things. Or I have no idea to, I have no idea to change it. So you know, I'm just I I embrace that which I cannot change. Okay, I I can I can see why I can understand that, but I completely agree. Um. Well, thanks for sharing, Lila. I hope you and your sister continue to do well and um, have a good night, man. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great night. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, I don't I don't know if I have any uh post call thoughts to that one. That was pretty crazy. Um I mean I I, I kinda said what I wanted to say. It sounded like she had a good um attitude towards it. It's nice that she feels uh comfortable talking about it i'm glad that she's made that development fucking weird very strange i guess that's i don't know anything about the legal system because i'm a guy in a gecko costume but it's very strange that uh he that guy's not in jail she said he had five years probation i'm also dumb and don't really even know what that means does that mean that like 
he's like is he just like chilling like is he allowed to go to the park and shit like what does that mean does he go to jail after five years i don't know it's uh that's weird to me but but anyway i I don't know i got all that matters is that um uh lila uh is doing good now hello lyle hi how's it going it's going good what's going on with you nothing much just uh just hanging out um sean it says here that uh there's a girl at your work who makes out with dogs and you and it makes you uncomfortable very yeah it makes everybody uncomfortable pretty much all right tell me about that tell me about that oh god um so we'll have like little functions like work functions and we'll hang out and stuff and some of the guys from work will bring their dogs and uh you know everyone likes dogs but she like will play with them and they'll lick her face and she'll like let them lick in her mouth Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she'll she'll like suck their tongues and like bite their tongues and their lips. Okay. And yeah. the dogs initiate and it's it. Kind of. Well, I mean, they're dogs, you know. I guess like, but like she kind of like feeds into it, and it's kind of weird, you know. What? Well, and this is where do you work again? Um, I I'm in like the military, but. Regardless, like, all of the families and stuff will bring their dogs, and she just, like, any dog she'll, like, try and make out with, you know? Okay, and, um, so she's, like, sucking on the dog tongue. Is she, like, is she, like, licking the dogs? Is it just the dog mouths, and she's just making out with them? She's not, like, touching the dog's penises and stuff? No, no. (laughs) I mean, that's, that... I hope not, at least not from what I've seen. I, I I hope not too. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, but uh, there's this like one specific like story where like the dog kind of like freaked out about it and didn't like bite or anything, but like I heard uh, one of my other coworkers say that like they were like the dog was like traumatized almost. Like he like it was at his house and she was doing her thing with the dog. And the dog, like, ran away and, like, was, like, having the zoomies, pretty much. So uh, she was she was making out with this dog, and then the dog got scared and ran away, and it was, like, dog trauma? It, it, to me, that's what it sounded like, yeah. Dude, I don't know. I have no fucking idea. I don't know anything about dog psychology or, like, what how dogs respond to, you know, being it, it, yeah. French kissing. Yeah, it kind of makes me wonder, like, if dogs can speak, you know, like, what would they, like... Well, you know, it's interesting, I, know? and I just I just realized this just now, dogs don't even make out with each other, really. Animals don't really kiss they, each other on the lips, really, like humans do, really, do they? No, that's true. I don't think so. I've never seen a dog So it's not a natural dogs. thing for them. Right. And this and this girl is kind of feeding into like, and feeding into that, you know, like dogs like to lick because they like, I think that's 
I don't know. I don't know why they lick. It's kind of weird. But it's it's another person licking or like sucking a dog's tongue that has been eating shit. You know? Yeah. Like you don't know what they do. Well, I mean, you you could say that about making out with a person too. You know. That's true, but I've never met a person. Like if, like if, uh, uh, like if you get a hand job from someone, you don't know where their hand has been. Like I've, I've, I've. There's been plenty of times where I've gotten like shit on my hand. Um, yeah. Just throughout my life, I've never like gotten shit on my hand, and then like touched another person with my shit hand. But throughout the you know however many years my hand has existed, there's been lots of shit on it. Um, right, and that's true. Right. That's true about most. But, that's probably true about a lot of people's hands, and yet you still like you know shake everyone, shake people's hands, and get hand jobs and do all that stuff. Yeah. So here's here's the thing about that is you wash your hands. You know, dogs I do. dogs don't wash their mouths. That's they don't, true. They don't like brush their own teeth, and they that's probably like true. have that bacteria growing inside their mouths for who knows how long before this girl comes along. And start sucking on their mouth, you know? You ever heard the the thing where the dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's? That is what they say, huh? They, and then they no way it's true, it though. Like, I don't think it is, but, I mean, what is... Like, dog breath smells, you know? Uh, so are you going to do anything about this, or are you just kind of, you know, freaked out about well, it? Well, I've, like... Go live your life. Kind of, like brought it up to her i was like it's, it's kind of weird that you do that and she like defends herself yeah what was like, her oh, defense I'm just being playful she's like I'm, I'm just being playful they like it and and it's fun like they play they're, they're just being like they like it and they they're being playful and i'm like you don't know if they like it or not it's weird like you're making me uncomfortable it's not even her dogs you know she doesn't even have dogs how do way, the owners like other people's dogs how do how do the owners look at her when when she's making out with their dogs? Well, they they I don't know why they I don't think they tell her to stop. They don't like tell her to stop or anything, but because she's like I guess giving them like something to do. They're out of their hair, you know. I guess. So if it was my dog, I wouldn't let my dog around this person. To be honest. So so. You're telling me that you believe that from the owner's perspective, the owner is letting this girl make out with their dog because it gives their dog something to do. And then they don't have to watch their dog because their dog is busy being made out with by this woman. Pretty much. I mean, I've, I've talked to one of them about it because uh, he was the one that told me that story about uh, his dog in the Zoomies. And... He pretty much like let the dog like run away, and he like put it in the other room for a while. And he said that it was weird, but she like, you know, she won't stop. Like she, she, I don't think, I think that dog like is afraid of her now. Is what he said. Well, Sean, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, wash your hands. Uh. Don't suck other dogs' mouths. And uh, have a good day. Thanks for calling, man. Of course. Have a good one. 
I was I've this is fucked up, but you know what what is sad is that dog like if I like let's say you were a dog and you really did want to make out with a human woman, there would be no way for you to express that. And so we don't know if dogs like making out with people. Um but we but we but we still villainize it even though we don't know if it's if they like it which is what which is the by the way the right move i think that's a good thing to do i think we should continue to villainize making out with dogs because scenario 1 dogs like making out with human people and we villainize it and the dogs are upset cuz they don't get to make out with human people scenario 2 the dogs don't like making out with human women and we don't villainize it and then the dogs are you know so i think it's good that we villainize i think the risks of not villainizing uh making out with dogs outweigh the uh the pros of doing it if that makes sense let's take another call across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like updating turbines at one of our indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the gulf of mexico it's and not or see what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com/investinginamerica Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Hello? Hello? Hi. Oh, hi. What's up? What are you doing? Oh, I'm just drinking and playing games like a loser. Um, what is your name? Moss. It's not really my name, but I figure it'll work. Moss, I have a fake name tip for you. Okay. The whole point of the fake name is that you play it off like it's your real name. 
Actually, I guess that's oh, not necessarily yeah. true. Not forget yeah. I said anything. I don't know anything about anything. I don't know. Um, I don't know shit. Uh, okay. 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 What's going on with you today, Moss? Just another day of being a bum. Another day of what? Being a bum, just of drinking being a and bum. chilling. Yeah. Uh, well, Moss, it says here that um, you feel as though you're addicted to buying a coworker. You have a crush on stuff, and you you claim that you have bought him at least three hundred dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's true. Okay. Uh, what kinds of stuff are you buying for for this coworker? Well, he's a video game collector, so I'm getting him video game consoles, um, games that are resold for a higher price at resale shops, that kind of thing. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, how has he been responding to these gifts? Just verbal, hey, thanks, maybe a pat on the shoulder, but uh, nothing like physical and returned or anything like that. Okay. Why do you feel like you are buying him these gifts? Man, I'm worried that I'm like doing it to buy his affection when mm. I also feel like I just enjoy giving stuff, but my giving is targeted towards him and not just giving in general. So that's why also I feel like I'm, it's more selfish than anything altruistic okay you feel as though you're, you're trying to buy his affection yeah is this something you've ever done in the past um i don't think so okay what so why do you feel like you know if this is something you haven't done in the past why do you feel like because, you know, I assume you've had crushes in the past and you've, you know, liked people in the past. Why do you feel like all of a sudden this is how you're, um, you know, responding to this crush? Well, the thing is, like, I've never really had a crush before. I guess growing up, I'm like, didn't really seek a lot of connections with people. And then, for some reason, late in college, I'm all of a sudden, like, wanting to be friends and actually develop feelings for other people. And I guess, since I have a lack of experience with this whole crush thing, I'm just resorting to the buy things way, because that's all I know, I guess. Um, okay. And uh, how, like, long have you been buying him gifts for? I say since September. So, okay. a couple months here. Okay. Um, so, I mean, aside from just buying him gifts, have you, like, told him that you like him and asked him if he wants to go out with you or, or, or made any kind of direct move, uh like this well we were having a conversation once and he said he doesn't date co-workers so I'm pretty sure that was an indirect rejection okay well, at least that's how I took it okay 
Um, why do you feel like buying him things was the best way to get his attention? Maybe I'm like insecure in my own personality to attract him and get his attention. Like buying is just easier than like the way to build a relationship, I guess, instead of just talking in general, because I'm not that good at talking either. Have you ever had a, a boyfriend before or been in a relationship? <laughs> at all? No, no. Okay. By the way, nothing wrong with that. Um, do you have a lot of friends? No. Okay. Have you had friends uh, really much at all throughout your life? Uh, a few in high school, but that's about it. Okay. So you say that you feel like you're not confident in yourself enough to sort of have a have a normal conversation with this guy and so you've kind of uh you know that meme of like the kid who's walking up steps and he just like takes his leg and puts it like above a bunch of other steps you're like doing that <laughs> but with buying gifts but what steps am i missing um what steps are you missing? Well, let's let's go back to this. Like, where do you feel as though you are, like, in your mind, where do you feel as though you're, you're lacking in your ability to have conversations with other people? Like, what, what, what do you feel is insufficient about yourself in your own mind? I would say probably just talking in general. I'm like, I mash words together and improv is not my thing. If I have to talk on the spot, I just flimsy my words, use a lot of filler and I'm not very clear. So I just have bad uh, speech skills, I guess. Mm-hmm. And has this been a thing for, for a long time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Hmm. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a real therapist? I uh, I used to, but I, I do need to get back to doing that. When you brought this up with them, what kinds of things would they tell you? Oh, I haven't had a therapist in a hot minute now, so I haven't talked to a professional about this. Hmm. See, it's it's interesting, and it's interesting to me too because, like, I mean, we're having a conversation right now, and um, you've given me a lot of info. We, we've, I would say, you. This has been a a successful conversation so far. How, in in whatever rubric you would use to judge a success of a conversation, and um, you say you're not good at improv, you're not good at expressing yourself, but yet you have been able to. Uh, express yourself pretty well over the course of our conversation. And so it's kind of making me think like there's this weird thing and I fall victim to it too, where you like build up these, uh, I think they're called schemas in your mind about yourself, you know, shit like I'm not good at talking to people or I'm not good at this or, or even I am good at this and whatnot. And then like, 
your your reality and your schemas of yourself um or no those schemas they blind you from reality so because you've built up in your head perhaps over the course of several years this idea of who you are and how you act your your it like blinds you to any kind of reality that people who are just meeting you for the first time they 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 don't see you through the lens of the ideas that you've built up about yourself and so they don't look at you and go this person hasn't doesn't know how to talk you know they they see you for in a sense what you are and so the process of getting you to see yourself as what you are um is a lo- it becomes a long and arduous one because you're unraveling years and years and years of ideas that you've built up about yourself. We're obviously not going to be able to do that over the course of this call because I, A, I'm not a real therapist. I'm a guy in a gecko costume. And B, um, you know, it sounds like you spent many years, you know, building up this this image of yourself. And so I think the the goal then becomes okay, how do we remove this negative image you have of yourself and then replace it with uh, a more positive one. And I don't know, that's probably some of the shit that they teach you in that school where they like, you know, teach you shit about how, like, how to be a real therapist. Um, but I guess I, I would say like, if you can think if, 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 if there could be one central thought that you have that, you know, hopefully you walk away from this from, you walk away from this with is that y- you even though it's weird even though you know yourself more intimately than anyone else does you can't always trust your own image of yourself so when you think of yourself as being unable to talk to people or of being awkward or of being any of these things you you can't you can't trust those thoughts and then when you do trust those thoughts they also become like these self-fulfilling prophecies you think of yourself as these things and then you become those things but if you stopped at the beginning and you didn't trust these thoughts that you had of yourself then you you become this new thing this blank slate that can um be written in any way that you choose so i don't know think about think about that uh i guess instead of buying this guy an xbox (laughs) buy yourself a goddamn xbox you deserve it um and you know another thing is like can I tell you just one one more thing? Even if um this is something I've talked about on this podcast a lot. I haven't talked I haven't been streaming for uh many times for many weeks. So I've forgotten about all this shit. But um 
See, the thing is, is that when it comes to matters like these, even if you could successfully purchase via Atari's, or wait, he says he likes retro stuff, via Atari's, this man's affection, it would be worthless to you. In fact, everyone's validation of you, good or bad, by the way, is is a worthless thing because it's it's they're they're un, they're they're in the in the building of the foundation of your image of yourself. Other people's ideas of you, they're bricks made out of sand. They they work for a little bit, but they're ultimately unsustainable to building a, a, a solid foundation. Whether they're good or bad. So don't trust them. Um, and try to, you know... Build something from within. What do you think about all of that? Um, what's your name again? Mass. Mass. What do you think about all that, Mass? It is definitely an arduous, long path, and sometimes I resort to the easier way of, oh, I just hate myself. I don't deserve the chance to love myself, but it is definitely worth building a clean slate for myself and giving value through me instead of other people, especially through external buying means. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And if I don't, um, uh, don't beat yourself up for, um, you know this whole buying, this whole whatever thing. Because I what I what I don't what I don't want you to do is um be like, oh, I'm a fucking you know loser. I spent all this money, but because you just you're not gonna get anywhere doing that. Um, you know, don't don't you know, don't the the uh, the the process of doing all this shit that we just talked about is one that like, a lot of people are going through, and they make a lot of mistakes. So, uh, you know, don't beat yourself up for any mistakes you make along the way, including buying some guy an Xbox. Moss, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Uh, well, I hope you had a good time in Japan. And uh, I did. to all you people out there, I guess if you're going to buy some dude a PlayStation, buy yourself a PlayStation. Buy yourself a PlayStation. I like that. This episode is sponsored by, uh, by nothing. Thank you for calling, Moss. Yes, thank you for your time. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Hello? Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Doing all right. How are you? Doing all right. Well, not really, but you know how it is. Why, why not really? Um, so it's not like I just figured this out, but for my whole life, I've figured out that I've been extremely hateful. What do you... Towards, like... I'm sorry, God. No, no, you please. Go ahead. Give me the top line of, of, of why you feel like you are you are hateful. Um, well, I can give you a good example for today. I came home. Um, something else happened that I, you know, I'll probably go into. But I came home. My mom asked me, I live with my parents at 26. Uh, mom asked me, hey, you know, do you want any dinner? And I proceeded to basically tell her that I don't, <laughs> I don't want anything. And I uh, just told her to fuck off. Okay, so your mom, you came home, your mom asked you if you wanted any food, and then you told her to fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, okay, so in that moment, what do you feel like was compelling your anger? Because, I mean, this is like maybe cliche shit, but I think we both know that in that moment, you're not... Um, um, actually upset at your mom but like you're upset at something else and you have this like opportunity to unleash the anger it's like you're taking your shit and you're not gonna hold it in and you finally let it out and you diarrhea on your mom why do you what made you want to diarrhea on your mom um basically come to the realization that uh just a piece of shit now i say that because well I'm, you know that was a good reason but that it was not the first time uh okay it's happened for the past i don't know six seven years okay um well before you just say you're a piece of shit i mean that's not you know I just want you to recognize that um, however true or, or false you may feel like that is, it, 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 it is unhelpful information. It's an unhelpful declaration because we can't go anywhere from it. You're a piece of shit. Okay, now what? You're just a piece of shit forever and ever. There's no w way for you to you know start living your life better or anything like that. So... You know, let's not throw ourselves into a dead end by just saying you're a piece of shit. Right. So tell right. me, and we don't—we're not going to get into all seven years of this uh, right now. But tell me, just today, in that moment when you were yelling at your mom, what was compelling you to do that? Um. So. 
I've been in this relationship for with this girl for really long, and within that time and before it, uh, I used to be even worse, and I managed to work myself to be better.、Uh, mm-hmm. But I was doing it everywhere else except for in the relationship. Okay. And then today,、um, I in, w- in a ten-minute phone call, I managed to. Completely just destroy it and end it, and、uh, that pro- you know is probably why I had diarrhea on my mom. So you were taking out anger from that relationship ending、uh, on your mom.、Mm, yes. Okay. Let me ask you a quick question. Have you been to real therapy to talk about this? I have. So, back <laughs> back in elementary, I used to bully people so hard that they forced me to go into therapy. Okay. Um, and this was back in elementary school. Is this? I mean, you're、uh, what twenty six now? I'm twenty six now. Yeah. Okay. And are you in therapy as an adult? Uh, as an adult, no. Okay.、Uh, have you ever been in a situation where you've talked to a real therapist about this issue?、Mm, this specific issue, no. Okay. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you this because I've I've been thinking about this and I've been trying to be more respon-、uh, responsible. I I I'm I I I I I'm definitely down to talk to you about this issue. I don't know what's up, but you should go to a real therapist to talk about this. Um. After we talk, because it sounds like you might have, and I'm not gonna—I don't know—I'm a guy in a costume on the internet, but you might have some, you know, genuine personality disorder if this has been a thing that's been persisting.、Um, I'm not the guy who's gonna be able to t- tell you that definitively, so、um, right. I think you should figure that out. But okay, that aside,、um, so you said this has been a thing for the past seven years. Yes, it's 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 scaled up in the past seven years, not、okay. like super extreme, but noticeably. Okay. Um. You told me just now you were like this. You said this was something you've been working on, and that you were able to kind of improve it in every aspect of your life except for in your relationship. Is that what you、yeah. said? Okay. Yeah. Um. Tell me what that improvement looked like.、Uh, the improvement looked like going into work,、uh, creating a good relationship with everybody there.、Uh, you know, when I make a mistake at work, I wasn't,、uh, you know, getting mad at myself and, you know, basically getting angry in the corner.、Um, I was able to, like. Normal citizens around where I live,、uh, I was able to establish good relationships with them.、Um, you know, even in driving, like people, you know, tend to get road rage a lot,、uh, and I, I had completely cut that out.、Um, mm-hmm. What else?、Um, I mean, mainly all I can say is just the interactions I have with other people have improved.、Um, would I say that? It improved in my home, maybe for a couple years. 
Okay. Um, so if you let, get granular with me for a second, you say that the relationships okay. you have with other people just strangers, not necessarily people you have intimate relationships with, like like people you have romantic relationships with or your family or your friends, but just like starting with folks you encounter around town and you say those relationships have gotten better. Like, can I get like specific details of ways in which you feel like they've gotten better? Okay. So there was a guy down the block for me and I used to hang out with this, uh, this, I don't know what you want to call him, a, 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 a hooligan. Okay. Yeah. He was affiliated with people. And I was on my, my large dirt bike riding around town on the street. Now, I didn't have a license plate on or anything, and my hooligan friend uh, was on a small moped, and the guy down the street came over to my house because he saw us riding and was basically yelling at my dad because of what he was riding and not what I was riding. And we were basically able to, you know, calm him down and say, hey, you know, I'm, uh, I'm sorry for doing that. You know, I know what's wrong. I don't have a license for it. Um, and then after, after that, uh, you know, I used to, I would go over to his house and help him with like yard work, uh, you know, help him fix his house. Um, you know, my, my parents would, would make food for me to take over to them and, okay. uh, kind of didn't, it, it, it kind of went from, I mean, even before that, uh, you know, we were, we were real reckless around town and, uh, okay. even before that, uh, it wasn't that okay. Great, but we do you do you still hang do you still hang out with this uh, as you describe him hooligan friend? No, he is in jail. Okay. Um. Let's see, what's your name? Uh, Charles. What else does your life look like now? What do you What do you do for work? Um. So what I do for work right now is I work as a machinist at a yacht, a fishing yacht manufacturer. Okay. Are you happy doing that? Mm, it's it's easy work because I know it, but it's not paying me very nicely. Do you have an idea? Even uh, it's hard to get the full picture, but an idea of what you think would make you feel more fulfilled or happy in life? I think I got to put myself in a situation where I have to only depend on myself and not okay. come home to two people that are ready to basically serve me. Um, okay. And I would also like to make more money. Okay. Do you make enough money now for you to move out of your parents' house? No, I don't. Okay. Which is crazy because I, I get paid good hourly. Yeah. Are they not, is the job not giving you enough hours or no, why, I, I why went, you're not making I, enough money to move out of your parents? So I, I went in at like a moderately low pay. Uh, they do like $1 to $2 raises if you're really lucky uh, once a year. And then after five years, you have to wait three years to get a $1 raise. So mm -hmm. I went. I went from. I don't mind talking about money. Uh, I went from eighteen fifty. Three years later, I'm now at twenty four dollars. So I've gotten larger raises, but in two more years, I'm still not going to be able to 
buy a house or even afford a nice car. Okay, what about moving out and getting like, you know, into a spot with like three other dudes in a house as a roommate? Do you have enough to afford that? Um, I would have enough to afford that. I just don't know any people who are in the position to move out being single. Okay. Well, because I mean, I don't know, man. I I got a couple thoughts about this. Uh, And again, this is, you know, I still think that if, if you're what you're experiencing does seem like it's it's a serious issue that's been persistent and you should totally go and get a professional's opinion on this but um i mean if you're not happy with your life and everyone everyone has like you know everyone has aspects of their life even if things are going great or like you know days where they get upset and angry and like you know maybe lose control over their anger and whatnot but if on a top line you're not happy with what's going on with you you know you're just going to be pissed off all the time and that's going to you know uh, give you that diarrhea that you then you know give to your mother um and so i think you know what i What's giving me hope about you from, you know, the the 10 minutes that I've been talking to you is that um, you seem very calm. You seem very collected. You seem very um, to the point about this is my issue. I know it is an issue. Here's my vague ideas of how I'm going to fix this issue. And that's a good place to start. Um, tell me about your girlfriend you just broke up with her uh yeah well we've been broken up for probably the past uh two and a half months consistently before that uh like two or three times okay because i feel like Uh Um, and again, I don't want to tell you what to do with your life, but I feel like if you have this persistent anger issue that causes you to lash out at people, it wouldn't be fair to her to keep being in a relationship with her until you really uh, honestly feel like you've resolved that problem. Right. I, I, I agree with you. Um, but I just don't. I just. It, I. Just, I think it's just too far gone right now. What do you mean by too far gone? Mm, like there's so so many things have happened that have been my fault that there's just there's no chance that any sane person in their mind would ever think about. Oh well, this won't happen again. So. Okay. Okay. Um. You know what? I think it's good that you know that. I think you might have to just accept that. And I don't think it is the crushing end of the world. Because if you're like, okay, I did things in this relationship where nobody in their right mind would forgive me afterwards or feel as though this would not change. I... 
I think it's good for you to now have this singular focused mi- mindset towards, okay, I can't be in a relationship right now. I just need to focus 100% on doing the things I need to do to fix this about myself because I can't sustainably live life being the way that I'm being. And you can do that by going to therapy, um, identifying the things in your life that you have the ability to change that can make it better so that you're not miserable all the time and taking that misery out on other people. And um, I, I, I understand that you're seem as though you're, you're kind of mourning the loss of this relationship. But look, if you truly love this person, I think you'll understand that it's not fair for her to be dealing with you before you've even dealt with yourself. And so you'd be, you'd be smart to let that go. And just focus 100% on figuring out your shit. Which, again, right. from... I don't I don't know you, and I don't... You know, but, but from the way that you've presented yourself to us on the phone, it seems like you have a good foundation of awareness of what you're fucking up on to begin down that journey of fixing it. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I get off of what you've told me. Oh, and actually, I rem- I remember I have been to therapy recently as uh, quote unquote adult. It depends on what you think is adult. I was like seventeen. Uh, okay. I, got call- I got caught with weed. I got caught with uh, smoking weed with my buddies, and the mm-hmm. school <laughs> made me go to therapy to, for uh, you know to to get off of weed. And in in those therapy sessions. Um, he he pretty he said exactly what you what you were saying right now you know how you know you're saying how you were how I carry myself and how I presented myself over the phone um and that only lasted shit maybe 3 weeks mm-hmm. at, at that point i was i was at an okay point in my life uh but then the very next well the next 4 months after that i had gotten arrested for some serious uh, first degree felonies okay Tell before we just before we go, Charles. Do you have an idea mm-hmm. of what your next step is going to be after this? To, to like, what what's your next step on the path of dealing with this? Um, I guess I'm just going to focus on my career. Uh, maybe okay. a career change. I. I did go in today and ask if they had other opportunities elsewhere. I asked for a, a CDO training. Uh, they were kind of hesitant on the idea and said that they would make an offer to me to stay in the machine shop. Uh, so I will see what happens with that. Um, other than that, I I don't re- I don't really know. I kind of just kind of just I, you know I don't really believe in myself. Hmm. Hmm. Listen, Charles. I'm gonna say I think you should. I think you should consider going back to real therapy. I think they would be able to help you with this. Um, 
Okay. I, I've, I've said it already, which is that I think you have a self-awareness of this issue enough that I do be- that, uh, from from what I understand of you, I believe in your ability to go from that foundation of awareness to making steps to fix your problems. I hope that's worth something. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything else before we go that you want to say or uh, to the people at the computer or to me or about any of this? Uh, what you do is really cool. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I wish, wish, uh, yeah, you know, I wish I could do the same, but yeah. You'll find your thing, man. You're still very young and I still feel as though, um, you know, you're sitting on a good foundation to be better in the future. Right. Right, I'll talk to you soon, Charles. Thank you, man. All right. Man, I really started this just like a fucking screwing around in a gecko costume on Reddit, and now I like really am sitting here pretending to be a therapist. Um, I just noticed that at the end of that twenty minutes, I was like, "Damn, I'm really like out here pretending to be a therapist and getting really into it." I enjoyed having that conversation with Charles, and I did want to help him in that moment. Um, that was a tough thing. Um. Because the whole, I remember what I said at the very beginning, where he was like, I'm an asshole. And it's like, I don't like that. However, however true it is of something like that, it's like, well, how do we optimize something for a person to get better and be a productive member of society for themselves and I think to forego the labeling and just go listen can't change the past but can work towards something more productive for the future I think pretty much everyone can do that and um I'm I'm hoping that Charles finds his lane. See, here I am. I'm fucking around trying to say therapist shit in this gecko costume. I'm doing the best I can, folks. I'm trying. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human, 
Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy.